Hey everyone, it's PJ from Games Overboard, Well House Exorcism, Danger Dice, all of them. All the above. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Shane is here too. What up, party people? And uh, this is um, just a little intro we are making for our early episodes here. For the Well House Exorcism. As you notice, we sound pretty darn good right now, but when the episode proper starts, not so much. Baby, I always sound good. Actually, yeah, you came in nice the whole time. It was kind of everyone else. But we, you know, it, it was our first batch of episodes. We were still learning how the technology worked. We got and, new technology since then. And we started recording in a different place as well. So we just ask that you bear with us. We thank everyone who has been recommending us and uh, sharing us and sticking with us. Like, those first episodes are rough they're as, rough, as yeah. you're going to hear in a couple seconds here they're rough but um we're hoping to remaster them this summer or or re-record them yeah. uh so until then please enjoy and uh just know that the quality does get better yes quality gets so much better <laughs> and uh you know we can't thank you enough for all the support and please email us with any uh recommendations you have and uh spread the word about yes, the podcast. spread the word about my podcast. Mama needs to retire. Yes, this is Shanna's podcast. That is true. <laughs> so we need to make that very clear. This right. is her baby. This is my baby. So without further ado, everyone, the Wellhouse Exorcism. Enjoy all the shows. Hi, welcome back to Danger and Dice. I'm PJ. Ta-da! I'm Shanna. And with us this week, during our mini-series, are Laura and Ray, our relations. Hello, hello. Thanks for having us, guys. And oh. a special guest. Oh, yes. I forgot. <laughs> Lola. Do the you hear? dog. Do you hear? Heavy breathing. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> She, I think she's going to add something to the story because, you know, we're going to get nervous with your, your scary stories. And so <sighs> she's already she's there. A little bit of she's theater to the, uh, she's doing it, to you the know? podcast. Hugs breathing. Can, you know, what Too better bad her sound face ruins it. Like, at least the podcast, you can't see the dopey, dumb dog look that we're getting. <laughs> what? My name. This is just how I breathe, Mom. But our miniseries is called The Well House Exorcism. So you'll hear about our story later. Um, right now, Lauren Ray are going to tell theirs because they also had crazy stuff happening in the house, in their house. Yes, and they have a spring too. We do in our basement. Yes, it uh, kind of sprang up from nowhere years ago. Oh, wait, and I got that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, when we moved into our house, um, Ray and I were commuting together to work, and we had an hour commute, so it was, it was a bit of a distance. And uh, we came home together, opened the door, you know, to our locked home, and, I mean, my our dad's English, you know, we drink a lot of tea. First thing I do we is... We have tea right now. We are. Uh, first thing I do is go to put on a pot of tea after work, and I go to pick up the pot, and it's hot and I'm very confused by this <laughs> so I open up the lid and I look in and there's tea 
it, there's no tea bags. They've already been removed, but there's freshly brewed steaming hot tea. The stove is ice cold. And I remember I just called Ray over and I'm like, do you see this? And he's like, yeah. And I'm That's like, pretty much what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I, see it. I don't I'm know like, why it's here. Do you think that like mom and dad broke into our house and made us tea? And you're like, no. <laughs> I was thinking like that would have had to be a heck of a hoax on your right? parents' side. Which they've, I mean, never said they didn't. I, I mean, when we told them about this, they were very shocked and surprised by this story. But that was the very first weird thing that happened. Now, uh, this was like 12 years ago at least um, more than yeah, more than, than. And, because we've been in our house almost 16 yeah, years but that was like oh, only okay. a week after we had moved in yeah so uh, i thought we were in college I, i'm asking because like i don't know if you remember or you know like it was a weird thing to come home to like did you find tea bags anywhere yeah gosh you know <laughs> i didn't did even look? look i didn't I, I wouldn't have thought to look no. either but look i just either. had to ask no mm-hmm. no i didn't look but um you know the thing that that really weirds um uh, our sister out the most is that Ray and I drank the tea. See, I would not do that. <laughs> I'd be good. She's like, you drank ghost tea? And I'm like, well, didn't I didn't want to be rude. like almonds, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I poured a third glass and I left it on the counter for whoever and whatever made it for us. So I thought it was, you know, I was like, hey, they can do this every day. But they did not. That was the one and only time for that. So can we talk about your basement just for a second? Because that's the connection, really, for our mini-series of our exorcism and then your house. Like, my first vision of your basement <laughs> was, like, I I honestly thought that you were, like, a serial killer. And you were leading me into the depths of, like, what was going to be my dungeon. And I was prepared for the lotion line. Like, put the lotion. Like, I was afraid. So... Explain your basement before you did work, because I think our listeners have to hear that. I, I don't know that it's so different now. <laughs> I hate to tell you. Um, Ray, how would you describe the basement? Scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there's a, do- a door, and we didn't write this. <laughs> yes, that's, this is what I'm On the door, about. but it says, keep out. Keep door closed. Or keep door closed. Keep oh, door I thought closed. it said, yeah. Yeah. That's how long I've been, like, uh, no. that's how much time has yeah, no, we, Past, we have literally paid to move the washer and dryer upstairs. So we, I mean, unless the breaker goes for whatever reason, there's no reason for us to go in the basement, which I'm so okay can, with. Can I paint the my story? Yes. Now, uh, at the time, I don't think I was even engaged to Peach. I think we were still dating. Yeah, right? definitely. And you still and married you him. And, but, yeah, well, <laughs> that house, I, I'm not living there. Um, so we go downstairs to the basement because I think we were going to be doing laundry because mm-hmm. at the time you ha- had yes. the washer and dryer yeah. down there. And so we walk down the steps to the basement and then there's like a little like area and then there's another door to the basement proper, yes. which is common to old houses like for like the well and like really for like um, storing food, like the, the cabinetry and all that kind of stuff. So I see the door and it says, keep door closed. It's like painted like what, like in red in or red something? And, and yeah. some letters are capitalized and some are lowercase. Yeah, it is something creepy. you would see in well, like a And it would drive somebody movie. who okay. has OCD absolutely crazy oh, because there's true. no rhyme or reason to that. I was more late for like, is this painted with blood? Like I was concerned. <laughs> well, and I feel like I should add in here too that the floor is a dirt floor 
the walls have this crumbly plaster. We're not even there yet. Oh, I'm sorry. So when we get into the basement proper, then so we open up the door, it says keep door closed, because we obviously <laughs> listen so well. You go in there, and something was sprayed, I think, to kill the spiders no, or something? No, I've learned more about this. Okay, so when I walk in, the room is like this creepy white color, and there are dead spiders hanging from the ceiling, and it's, again, dirt floor, white and dead spiders hanging, and you have, like, stalls in the basement. Yes. Which looks like they would have kept, like, their dogs down there because this is an 1800s house, so probably the hunting dogs or something. I don't know. But there are stalls. Yes. And there are rings and things in the wall. So I yes. see that, and then you're like, oh, yeah, the wash and is down at the other end. So I walk past <laughs> every is. single stall, every <laughs> ring and thing in the wall, and I'm like, are we going to attach me to the wall? Like, I was concerned. Well, at the very least, the basement had always been and still continues to be illuminated. There's plenty of light. There's plenty of light. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it, you know, it shines Solid. off of the white. The yeah. whole. So, so what's the white stuff? Well, I was very concerned because these spiders so there's just thick webbing everywhere and then there are these spiders that look like they've been coated in dust for centuries is how I would describe it and so what concerned me the most is that some of the spiders were moving what yes I'm 100% serious and I have looked it up and there's apparently a type of fungus that slowly kills insects and so they're basically zombie spiders basically it's just they're covered in fungus. They're no longer there, though. Yes. Oh, that's good. But mm-hmm. so that was my first time at your in your basement. I think in, in your house. Yeah, yeah, it's not It's not really on the, the regular tour. No, it's not. <laughs> um, so that's the connection. So I want to have that creepy ambiance to the background with the tea story. Well, and also, let's not forget that you two lived there. We did. Just before living here. We'll tell our stories, but we wanted to have you guys tell Indeed. yours first. So, but I think that basement story is important because of, like, stories you had later. Of, like, the late night sounds and... I don't want to give anything away, but like, you know, the kitchen and yes, yeah. we, we have a lot. So I think that knowing that the basement had that like writing on there is important and the dead zombie spiders, which I think just adds a whole other caveat to this. So and, thank you. you know, and I'll add too that the, the keep door closed door was always open from the day that we had moved in. So we did not open it. That's it why was, you have tea. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't open it. It's fine. Yeah. Although I think that it's more like. That's not so much supernatural. It's just an idea of how gross the basement really was. <laughs> it wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't something supernatural or Listen, ghoulish about it. Let's, it's let just the spiders that, die. They're it's just that well, maybe we're just not very good homeowners. <laughs> previous homeowners. Yeah. yeah, there you go. All right. So we had the tea story. Mm-hmm. Let's continue. So what's the next thing you remember? Because we're not really going in an order here. Well, and it was a couple of years after we moved into the house, but certainly my most memorable. And I feel like I need to backtrack a little bit because I tend to be very, um, not pessimistic, but like cynical about like the supernatural at the very least for the longest time I had been. I didn't really, you know, buy it. So I, was I, like, I, attend, oh, I feel the same way until I lived in yeah. this house. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm not really sure. Or I'm sure that was just... The wind or something like that. Mm-hmm. And nothing besides the tea. Well, okay, so maybe there are a few things and I just kind of wrote it from my mind. There are a lot of things you can explain away. Yep. You know? Exactly. This one was not one of them. 
And I remember because Laura went away for a conference and it was just me in the house alone for the first time. And our bedroom was downstairs, what's right now our TV room. And I remember being in bed and I remember something next to me, like a being next to me, like a person next to me. And I think it's Laura or I think to myself, oh, it's just Laura. And then I snapped to and I realized that it can't be Laura. She's away at a conference. So then I look over and it's this figure, dark hair, long, dark hair, white nightgown. I remember so much of this. And um, these eyes that are just dark, like um, even though it was night, I just knew it was all dark eyes. I could see no white, you know, to them. Um, and I hold her gaze for what felt like two minutes, which actually felt like an eternity if you think about it. And then I snap out of it. I snap out of it. I go over and turn on the light on my nightstand, look right back, and there is nothing there. It's like something out of like what you would see in like a scary movie. And then, um, so suffice to say, I did not sleep well that night. Didn't you try to put Tinkerbell on the bed with you? That was the morning after. <clears throat> oh, okay. That was the morning after. And, uh, and into, into the evening. Cause again, I was still, I was still, um, working. Um, and I bring her up to the bed and this is usually a no, no. She's all, she was always trying to get on the bed. So wait, you said the morning after, do you mean the, the next night or was it later that morning? No, well, it was the morning after, and she didn't... I remember this, because the morning after, I tried getting her back on the bed. Didn't do anything. Oh, and, and for clarification, Tinkerbell was a very large black pit bull Labrador mix. Yes. Of obviously named Tinkerbell. Type yeah, the of name t- fit her, though. Of course, it yes. did. <laughs> no, I remember. This was in the morning I tried. I didn't really pay a lot of attention, because I was late, running late for work, quite honestly, anyways. And then later that night, I tried again a couple of times. Because you didn't um, want to sleep alone. Because I didn't want to sleep alone. And normally she's aching to get onto the bed, right? Or she had been. Bring her back up. Um, and she looks at that spot. And then she just runs off. Okay? And then I bring her back again. And she's just staring at where this figure... Where I saw this figure. And then she peed, like, on the bed. It was like the girl in The Exorcist. She, she just looked that way and just peed. And then... Bolted. And she never did and things she like never that. Did ever. That. She was a good girl. She. Was I thought this girl. was all in one night. I didn't realize it yeah, spanned it like a twenty-four-hour-ish well, period. Mm-mm. No, no, this was a twenty-four-hour-ish wow. period. Um, it happened. The incident, of course, happened at night. Woke up the following morning. Although, to be honest, I did not sleep very well. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, tried to get Tinkerbell on the bed. Wouldn't do it. It was running late. Try again in the evening. That evening twice and that's when you know she peed on the bed and didn't you then go up to the farm like to to spend the night with no that parents? was another incident that was okay yeah what was the other incident the other incident was when um the we had two lights right so like lamps on two night um nightstands um and then at night again you're away at a conference and they just start flashing it was like something out of stranger things and and it was a strange thing and they just started flashing and then I was like there is something in this house and I don't know what it is and it's never happened before or since 
Now, funnily enough, like when you were at your last conference, nothing happened, of yeah, course. Yeah, no, but, but it, okay, I just need to add like a little funny thing though to that, that story because I remember when that happened. So I was in Chicago, so this was a time difference. So I was like asleep, you know, and here in the middle of the night, he had called me. And so I get this voicemail the next day and it's Ray saying, Laura, Laura, something's here. Something's in the house. I gotta go. <laughs> and I'm just hearing this voicemail. And I'm like, oh my God, is he dead? What happened? <laughs> and yeah, that was the night that you abandoned the house and you went up to spend mm-hmm. the night with my parents, which yeah. I don't blame you. Nope. Yeah. Have, I, we have done that ourselves. We mm-hmm. went to a, a chapter out of the old Ray book and we did that ourselves yeah. at this house. So I don't know why I didn't do it the first time, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> That was kind of creepy. Yeah. That was very creepy. We, we yeah. tend to lie to ourselves. It's like, it's fine. It's just, you know, I was half asleep and I thought I saw somebody, but she wasn't actually there. We would kind of like try to make it go away that way. Mm-hmm. You could be a man by staying alone. I think, I think when the dog reacted poorly is when I kind of knew. Because that confirms that it wasn't a dream, yeah. you know. Yeah, that I knew something was up. Yeah. Well, so, we need some other stories, though. Uh, so we had really a, a wide variety of things happen. Um, one of the, the most common things was um, a mimic. Yes. And we've all, we all had heard this. Um, and we would all hear each other's voices coming from different parts of the house, calling names, you know, saying things, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I would hear Ray or PJ or Shanna, like, coming from the attic when they were in class or whatever, you know? And so I remember the very first time it happened, Ray was at choir practice and um, uh, I could hear him calling my name from outside and I was doing the dishes. So I I was drying my hands and I literally went out the side door to greet him because I was so sure he was there. And I was saying to him like, what are you doing home so early? And I'm looking around, and there's no one there. And then, you know, an hour or so later, he comes home, and he had, you know, he'd been at choir practice that whole time. Had you ever heard Mimic in the house, right? No, but the Mimic has done its impression of me a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Do you remember one time when you turned out the light? Yes. So in the foyer, um, there is a light that also turns off the upstairs light. And so I noticed it was on, and so I flicked it off, and I heard Ray say, hey, I'm up here. And so I flip it back on, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And I thought you were downstairs. And then I go into the, into our dining room, and that leads into our living room, which leads into our den, and there's Ray at the computer. And I'm like, you weren't by any chance upstairs, and you magically transported <laughs> yourself, right? <laughs> and so, I was like, what are you talking about? Although I think one of the more interesting times that the mimic happened was when we had a contractor doing work. And, oh, actually, they were giving an estimate. They're going through the house. Mm -hmm. And um, And they're like, this is not $10,000. No, this time around, like, I don't recall the presence or the mimic um, mimic anybody in particular. It didn't mimic us. But the contractor, um, well, what you hear is your thump, 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 and kids laughing upstairs in our attic. the attic. And Mm. the contractor looks at us and says, do you have kids up there? No, we all heard it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All three of us were there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my. Yeah. Then there were children laughing. And then he's like, yeah, right. Are there children up there? And then I remember, I'm like, no, Neil, there are no children up there. But you can go ahead and check. 
Yeah. <laughs> be our guest. Be our guest. Go right up. Go we don't upstairs. have any flowers in the attic. Yeah. And go he, upstairs. He did not go up. For the record. Yes. I was like, go upstairs, take a look around, open up the doors. I guarantee you will find no children. Was this Neil unavailable for contracting work then? No, he did do the work for us. <laughs> You're like, oh, look at my wrist, gotta go. No, he was he was very good. Yeah. Um yeah, no, but uh we um we also would have Well, we items. have our own mimic stories. Oh, go right ahead. Which is fun. Which is I know we were at the time. PJ had moved in um, to one of your bedrooms upstairs because he was in college, you know. And um, I was just over. We're watching something on his TV. I don't remember. But it was like afternoon. We were just hanging out. And the door was closed. And on the other side of the door, we heard our friend Dan talking. And PJ and I go, what the heck? And we go, we both said, Dan, what are you doing here? Yeah, like, did you, are you going to call before you show up here? And you he's know? like, hey, guys, come on, let me in. And we're like, the door's open. Open the door, there's no Dan. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So that was a mimic. And I had heard your voice throughout the house. And, like, that's when I was alone during my um, spring break, when, during student teaching the Berwick hat off or whatever. So I knew that there was a mimic in the house. And I'd already heard the stories about Ray's voice when you're doing the dishes. But he had his own issue where he got mad at me. <laughs> well, not mad, but I was like... Annoyed. Uh, I was downstairs and I heard her voice from up in the bedrooms just saying like, Hey, can you bring up my chapstick? And at that point she had like five different flavors of chapstick. So I, <laughs> I yell... Does. I yeah. yell, Yeah, I'm like, I yell up, which one? No answer. So I'm like, fine, I'll just bring them all up. And I, I walk in the room like, which flavor do you want? She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like... The flavor of chapstick you asked me to bring. And she's like, I didn't say anything. Oh. Oh, right. <laughs> like, we, were like, we weren't even on Facebook. Like, okay, whatever. Sure. Because you had had a story before that, too, like, where we knew that things were happening in the house. Because you had had a story where you actually got so scared, you had a baseball bat, I think. You took it downstairs. Oh, Yes. So we we knew going in yes. to this house and visiting. We had heard we, stories. We yes. knew that it would be fun. Uh, yeah. I mean, and well, you, yeah. As Ray said, like, I know that I didn't believe in it, but I didn't until the night that we had Kyle over. That, like, yes. That was scary. That something yeah. was the mimic was, like, cutesy. Like, I, we obviously both heard Dan, so, like, you know, okay, whatever, it's a mimic. But anyway, <laughs> tell your baseball bat story. So, um, it's not so different from the, the story that. That, that you actually party to the first night that, that, you know, like Jen and Kyle were over and all of the doors flew open and it, there was all this, you know, just crazy stuff happening and we're outside that trying to get the night. indoor cats back in. And I think that was the night you took pictures of all those orbs. Yes. No, oh. that, that was a different night. Was that a different night? Oh, that was later. I have that. those photos still. Do you? I do. I want to see them. There is so much. There, yeah. Now that I think about it. I mean, there's literally hundreds, thousands maybe of orbs. There are like, a they bunch of stories. Crazy. Well, you guys oh, yeah. have a lot of stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is just the But anyway, baseball beginning. bat. So, yeah. So, <laughs> at the time, our dog was a puppy. And... Um, he was doing, you know how dogs have different barks for different things, you know? He was doing his someone's at the door bark, you know, that real high-pitched alert bark. And so, I mean, it was like midnight. And um, 
And so I'm like, okay, this is either the cops because there's some kind of a problem or mom and dad because there's an emergency, like something bad is happening. So that's when I grabbed the baseball bat. Of course, Ray is like oblivious. <laughs> and I don't know why I didn't make you come down with me because I was 100% sure. I'll take care of it. Right? <laughs> no, no I'll be sleeping. Sleeping, yeah. Sleeping, yeah. No, I was 100% sure I was going to meet somebody because I thought it was either a cop, my parents with an emergency, or an intruder. So I grabbed this baseball bat and I'm turning on the lights as I'm creeping down the stairs and going through the foyer into the dining room and into the kitchen where the dog is and again kind of a tie back to the basement there's sort of a corner area where there's a basement door and then there's um uh was it perpendicular to it no oh. yeah and the corner at, at a right angle at a right like angle sharing a corner yes is this outside door that leads to this um wooded area on the side of our house so the dog's in the corner i can't tell if he's barking at the basement or at the door and so his he's all worked up meanwhile i mentioned our our cats we have several they are all in the kitchen and they are all poofed up and they're one of them is on top of the refrigerator and they are ev all of the animals are completely worked up and every single cabinet and fridge and freezer door in the kitchen are wide open that story I told my students, and I'm like, and the basement said, keep door closed. So what did you learn? You listen to the red letters that you see. I mean, maybe I should just go down and close it. Yeah. it. I remember for a while, you were, you tried to make us believe it. You know, it's fine. The door, the cabins aren't opening. It's gravity. Like, the, the kitchen floor is a little sideways, and so, you know, the refrigerator door is just opening because of gravity. I'm like, the things no. people say to like to, to yeah. make it to, to convince themselves. It is true. Yeah, I mean, I think it was the day though, PJ, when you and I were standing in the kitchen, <laughs> and like literally, we're like three feet apart. Yeah, you know, we're literally on opposite sides of a stove. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It was less than three right? feet. Right? It was the stove. No, it was the hutch. It was that that green oh, okay. hutch that I had. Okay. And oh, so on the hutch, I mean, it, again, another little tie back to tea. Um, I had these jars of flavored tea and there I had four of them and I remember one of them from the center just out of nowhere just fume like <laughs> it literally hopped a foot and a half yeah. forward off of the hutch bounced on like the top of the hutch like the countertop yes. and then onto the floor yeah it just kind of hopped off and I mean nothing else was disturbed there it wasn't like we were jumping around or causing a ruckus there was no big truck that <laughs> we, was knocking we were it off standing <laughs> we were standing there talking and all of a sudden this one jar from the center just fume right off but my, my favorite was our reaction to it which is did that just hop off there yeah oh Okay. Just pick it up and you put it back. Um, but it's validating. There, you know. there was a time too, Shanna, that I remember. I forget if it was in the den or the dining room, but remember the speakers, the radio, the radio. Yes. I tell this story to my students yes, too. Go, please go right ahead. Well, I've, that must have been. I was student teaching, so like because yeah. that's when I was like, maybe we should move out. Like I was kind of <laughs> done because <laughs> then you did research on the house, and I was just creeped out. So I had made a. A, a cake right and we were gonna eat cake and whatever but i heard like a staticky sound and then there was a radio playing and it wasn't like music there was like an introduction like sound yeah. and then it was a baking show like i could hear someone saying you know don't forget to pull out your whatever so very can, staticky yeah very, very oh very staticky yeah, yeah. 
And so I was walking around trying to figure out where the heck it was coming from. And I'm like, I'm not going to make this freaking roast. I don't care. Shut up, whoever you are, (laughs) Paula Dean. But like, I was freaking out about it. And so I went and I found you. I'm like, Laura, do you have a radio playing? And you went and usually went through all the speakers, whatever. And then I was home alone like the next day and it happened again at the exact same time. And I realized there is like this like recording or what is it called when you're like, when there's a ghost, but they kind of, yeah, that loop kind of idea. Residual. That residual. Yeah. So like someone must have like in the fifties or whatever tuned into this radio station daily to get ideas for cooking. Cause they used to have that back on the radio, you know, yeah. back in the day. So it was like an old, cause I wasn't it around was, for this. It yeah, was like it old was time. Definitely old time. Yeah. Yeah. Another, t- too, yeah, another yeah. time we heard it was like fifties, big band era music. Right. Well, and I mean, maybe you weren't there for that. Maybe I was alone, but I did find the speakers that were making the sounds. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. They weren't plugged into anything. Oh, good. And this is pre-Bluetooth. Of course. This is, you know, this is back in the early 2000s. This was pre-Bluetooth. And for a while, you said, well, your windows were open. It might be Chelsea next door practicing. (laughs) I'm like, listen, Chelsea is not in charge of a radio food show from the 50s, sweetie. (laughs) Try again. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it was when it was playing some kind of like a big band music. Yeah. What were the old speakers? I'm just curious. Were the old speakers? No, they they were like our modern speakers. They, because they, they, they were the type that plugged into a computer. So that's how I know they weren't plugged into anything. Like they needed the USB or whatever, you know, to. That's, that's into your, like your telephone stories then too. Oh, yes. (laughs) Those are crazy stories. I was so bad for you right with those. (laughs) I felt bad for me too. I felt bad for me too when the house decided to call 911 and the cops showed up. Well, I think we have to preface it also by saying that for weeks leading up to it, the, well, okay, no, we have to go back even further. We had um, disconnected our landline because at that point in time, cell towers were a thing. We were using our cell phones, so no need for a landline anymore. And uh, so we disconnected it. And for weeks, our disconnected landline kept calling my parents. It kept showing up on their caller ID. And they kept, you know, answering it. And they said... Well, they would call us back. And then they would call call us back, but on the cell phone, being like, did you just call? And we're like, no. And so... I shouldn't have been surprised when one day I get a knock on the door. And mind you, I've spent the day cleaning. So I'm a mess. I'm like in my grungy clothes. Like this is the most inopportune moment for this to happen. But I get a knock on my door and there's a uniformed police officer standing there. And I'm like, oh, God, now what? (laughs) So I open the door. Hello, officer. And he said, ma'am, are you in trouble? And I'm like. No. And he said, well, we've had a 911 call here, and uh, it was just a woman. It was a woman crying. And I said, I think you must have the wrong address. Um, you know, certainly I went over housework, too, but... <laughs> it wasn't me. Have you seen the size of this place? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to tell him that it wasn't me. And then, you know, again, I was like, well, maybe you do have the wrong house. What number was it? And he told me the number, which was our disconnected landline. And I explained to him that the landline had been disconnected. I said, maybe somebody else has that number. And he looked so confused. And I'm just like, everything's correct, except I'm not in any trouble. 
And it was okay. We, you know, took a quick look around, and everything was fine. And I think you came. You were home for this, right? You came downstairs. Yes, yeah, yeah. I was home yeah. for this. And he, yeah, I, was, I, I mean, remember you know, giving oh, Ray the side eye. I remember the looks of judgment that I got <laughs> when he arrived, and I was like, I know exactly what he, he's thinking. Were you there the second time that it happened? Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. How do you? How do you forget? I, like that's that's what I remember I, is Ray. Right. There are things yeah. that I forget about, like the speaker story. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Ray was worried. They all kind of blend together. Yeah, they do. They do. The second story is important because poor Ray like was expecting handcuffs at that point. So the second story. Yeah, it was just a variation on the first. That is true. Just you know, more looks. Yeah, looks didn't they take you like aside and talk they took to her aside. Me aside to to. You know, like, are you really okay? Kind of a thing, and it's like, yes, like you have the wrong number. <laughs> this is can't. It's not me. So yeah, our um, whatever it was, this disconnected landline kept calling people and crying. And A female crying. crying. Yes, yes. Important. Yeah. Now, when um, do you remember when it would call mom and dad? They, it, it was like hang-ups for them. Like, they would hear, like, a second or two of, like, silence, and, and then it would hang, hang up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was just, like, test runs. I don't know. I don't know what was happening. Um, one, sorry, Lola's breathing. She's being nervous now. <laughs> she is. Um, there was a, another interesting thing that happened, and usually I really didn't like to interact with it, because that only encourages yes. it. So, um, but I was in the shower. And I hear very slowly and very deliberately three knocks. Just. That sounds really good, by the way. It does. (laughs) And I ignore it. And then I hear it again. And I ignore it. And one more time. And then I'm like, fine. I know you're there. I'm in the shower. Leave me alone. And it knocks again. And then the cabinet door swings open. Nope. <laughs> <clears throat> nope. And I'm just like, oh, man. I mean, and it's so funny because, like, other people are like, we would have fled the house. I mean, we, they would have fled the house when the tea happened. And I'm, I was like, I was just irritated at this point. Well, and I think something that people, like, forget to mention, too, because we were in the same boat. Like, when we tell our stories and, you know, people are like, this podcast, why are you still there? there's a point where you can't afford to leave, you know, the biggest thing for us, like as, as our issues started to progress, we like literally could not afford to leave this house. We were working, we're teachers. <laughs> so yeah. like, that's part of it. And we're working at like one of the, even lowest, for a night to go to a hotel would be we, we, hard it to it do. Broken us. Like, we, yeah. we couldn't pay bills then because like we worked at, at the time the school we worked at was the lowest paid in our union by far, or the IU, I mean, by far, we're the lowest paid. We couldn't afford to leave. So it's like, yeah. you and put we up with it. And we're in the same boat because yeah. we're in a fixer-upper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you yeah. have one of the original mansions to the, our area. And yeah, it's, it's an early one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, I just, so yeah. people don't, I, th- I think like when you're in this situation, it makes more sense to you. Like, oh yeah, you physically and like monetarily cannot leave, you know? Yeah. And if true. you want to own the house, you're going to make your stand. Like it has to be your house, which is what we all ended up doing for our own situations. But I think an important story for your house to tell the night that I became a believer that your house had something like negative, some kind of negative energy. Mm-hmm. The mimic was cute. It was just cute. <laughs> The radio was cute. But this story predates me living there, I think, because 
we had Kyle over. It was one of the first times we actually met him and interacted. Yeah. It was yeah. probably like like we were just having the family. It was over a meet to, and greet yeah, kind yeah. of yeah. thing. So this predates me even like moving, like us <clears> moving <throat> in. Um, was that night? I, Kyle had gone out to your kitchen mm-hmm. to get a coke, and mm-hmm. all the cabinets are open and all the doors are yeah, open. Yeah, Kyle comes back in and he's like, "Should your door be open?" <laughs> and I think at that point you were just kind of like. No, I know, <laughs> you're just then, exhausted then I at that know. point, and so you're you're like you should make sure that the cats are inside because you had only indoor cats at the yep, time, yep. you know, and um, that's the door that's perpendicular to the basement yes, door, so same yep. same room, same kitchen, right? Didn't change, yep. and so you start counting up and you realize that all the cats are missing, right? Yeah, they all got out, and so somehow. PJ and I got elected to go out in your creepy woods. I think we just ran out. Oh, yeah, because uh, yeah. I think I was still searching the house. No, we for the put cats. coats on. We did yeah, not we run out. We put on. coats yeah. on. Yeah, well, yeah. Because uh, I think I was still looking in the you house. Were, you were searching in the house. Yeah, because that's important for our story later. Yeah. Um, but like you don't the woods beside your house aren't that big. You know, you don't own right. it's a sliver. Really, we should tell the story about those woods after this. We're, we have to because the girl crying on the phone. Um, but like to put in context, it's. I mean, do you know the square footage of it? It's not not that big the lot next to us yeah the the it can't be more woods. than like 100 feet wide yeah it's because there's a ravine that goes down to the next yeah thing. i know yeah. our lot is a third of an acre so that one might be a half acre but yeah. even that's probably a Being lot nice. for what yeah. it is yeah say maybe it's yeah so like the way the property third. is lined up is there it's their house and then a strip of woods that leads back into that, a larger portion that leads back into a larger piece of the woods but the and then there's another house on the other side of the strip and this strip is like I said, like it's 100 feet street. wide, maybe maybe 200, but yeah. it's narrow. It's a, yeah. You can see straight through it. But once you get into it... And I think that's the important thing. It's like we call it the woods because when you walk into it, it's not just trees. No, you. it feels like you. it feels huge. And it encloses you it, somehow. It feels like you're encompassed by it. Yeah. Like that's yeah. why I tell my students, like, when, and now, of course... We're going out in the middle of the freaking night, and it's cold. <laughs> Windy, too, and Yeah, it was like a yes. January night. I think it was I November. Think. It doesn't November. matter. Oh, it, November. All that matters is it was ice cold outside, middle of the night, and the house butts up against the main street in our town. So, like, it is a... Heavy traffic. A, a heavy traffic road. So, you'd think you're safe. We start on that end, and we're going to work our way backwards to the woods, <laughs> the strip of woods. We walk in, and it felt like for PJ and me, like the like a, a door closed behind us, like the the yeah. trees just kind of enclosed us in. And he has a flashlight. We walk up to the ravine to look down your neighbor's lawn, and he's like, you know, checking, right, sweeping back and forth yeah. with the light. And to our right, which is physically impossible, we hear someone walking towards us through leaves. There are no leaves there because it's, it's it's nothing. It's a drop off into the road. It's a drop road. off, yeah. So we can hear where it's coming from, but I'm like, PJ, PJ, do you hear that? And do you remember what you said to and me? And I, I was just like, I, I heard it and I was ignoring it. I was like, just look for the cats. Just look for the cats. <laughs> look for the cats. <laughs> I got so sick of that. I'm like, you're freaking cross. So anyway, he continues to sweep. And then to our left... We hear a, a little bell jingle. And I go, PJ, PJ, do you hear that? And he says, Just look for the cats. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, I turn back at him and I'm really mad. But if you've seen the Blair Witch Project, 
Um, I should point out that PJ has a beanie hat on, and he's wearing a corduroy jacket, and his back's to me, and he's sweeping his flashlight. So all I see is him doing this, <laughs> like a rocket back, back and, and forth, forth. <laughs> which is like the last scene of Blair Witch Project. And I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna die in here. We gotta get out. We're gonna die. Back with the cats. But then we heard that bell. We look over, and it's Prancer crawling along the ground. Like army crawling, yeah. this cat. <laughs> this cat who was, we called him Stegosaurus because he was so fat. He had a tiny little head and this big fat body. And, <laughs> and long legs, which is why he was Prancer. <laughs> and once you, I go, Prancer, Prancer, is that you? And once he realizes it's a human, he lunged up on me, attached his claws into my <laughs> leather coat, <laughs> and I could not remove him. And I remember looking at you and I go, we got one, we're good. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and at that point. At that point. Um, at that point, we hear Laura saying like, hey, guys, come on back in. We got them all. And so we <laughs> I'm tur- like, no, you don't because I was kind of attached <laughs> yeah. to my leather jacket. And we turn around and we see you through the window in the dining room. Like, talking look- to Kyle. Yeah, talking to Kyle. And uh, we're like, oh, no. <laughs> PJ, did you hear that? The cat's. Sorry. Yeah. Look for the kids. <laughs> so we continued. Well, I, don't, I don't know what we did. We continued walking through the woods. And I don't know why we did that. To look for the cats, obviously. And we got up to where the English garden is. And Laura actually had come out at that point and had met us there. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, take your stupid cat. And I'm like ripping him off. He he ruined my coat. Remember, I was so mm-hmm. mad he ruined my coat the night. And I love that leather jacket. Just put that in there. She you did get into one at Gettysburg, like a year later. Listen, it was but... a sacrifice for Prancer's mental health, <laughs> physical well-being, and that. And so I was like, "I'm done. I hate this house. I'm going back inside." Which hopefully is that about a year later you were moved in. I know. A year and a half later. All cats were found, though. Yes, they were well, found. You and Laura decided to continue on, and you found a shed in the middle of your woods. Isn't that where you found another cat? Wasn't there like some kind of shed? No, there are pipes that pipes. stick up out of the woods. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah. It's totally cool. Yeah. Normal. I mean, and they're, but it's weird. Like, they're. For breathing, yeah. But there's like a, I don't know how to describe it, but it's, it's more like a, a railing. A it wasn't like a, I mean, it's metal, but it, it's in the shape of like an upside down U, and I don't know if it was. Oh, like, it's a pipe. I, I guess, but like what what its purpose was, I, I yeah, have no metal idea. Pipe that comes out, said, for turns. breathing. Yeah. And just goes right back into the ground. Yeah. Can't explain it. For breathing. <laughs> so all cats were found. Yes. One leather coat was destroyed. Um, just going to put that in there. But I have <laughs> I to never say went in those woods again. <laughs> but you know what, though? Whatever it was in the house was also quite a prankster. There were many, 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 countless almost times where things would go missing. Mm-hmm. That mean, happened at our house, too. Mm-hmm. And I this is that. another one where it's super easy to be like, Oh, I misplaced that, you know? But yeah. one time in particular, it was your wedding ring. You remember my this? Ring, yep. Go ahead. I knew where I left my wedding ring this time around. Absolutely knew. And yeah, he I was looked. so sure. He's like, it was another, on it's the bedside another, table. Everything seems to like revolve around like the bedroom. Yeah, I don't, you know, like it's Someone's really asking weird. why you take your wedding band off. Well, <laughs> good question. I can't remember, but it was definitely off. It was definitely on the nightstand. Went around to do stuff. I just want to point out that Laura is glaring at you. Oh, well. Awkward. He's got to be past this because this isn't even, this is obviously not the original one. He lost it for good. And then the replacements I have lost. 
So we just now we just I've buy him literally little cheap five dollar rings like and thirty different rings. He, at this he takes point. it off to sleep. He'll take it off to play piano. Like he, he, I understand that, yeah, but in this particular too. case, yeah. he was he's like I know I put it on the bedside table. I remember it, and it was you know it was, we woke up like that morning. You know it should have been right there. And so we're hunting like, for it. Yeah, I was just so ticked off. I'm like, look, I don't know what you're up to. I just want my ring back. Will you please just give me my ring back? Because we had searched for a few hours at yes. this point. Like, we really were tearing the place apart. And wouldn't you know, we did like, find it. within, like, five minutes of just my frustration manifesting as such, um, the ring was back in the midst. Oh, but you know what? I'm actually remembering yeah. a whole different story because there were a few times where his ring went missing. And this time that I'm remembering, I found it inside the refrigerator, inside a paper bag. That really did happen. Yeah. <laughs> so bizarre. It's like, like that to me, like I could understand like, okay, you missed it on the nightstand, which was impossible because like we were searching for yeah. hours and <clears throat> looked at that nightstand a dozen times. Um, but yeah, I mean, it does not end up inside a paper bag inside the refrigerator. Like that does not happen by accident. It just That's takes me back happen. to um, all the times that something in this house, you know, took said things. because we had a very similar story. I'm sure you remember mm-hmm. where um, my mom had bought me that watch, you know, that I used to wear all the time and I was getting ready for work and I always laid it on my nightstand because I'm organized with my glasses my watch and then my phone sat in this like little chair (laughs) because there's a plug that would go into it and so I put my glasses on I go get ready and my watch isn't where it's supposed to be and so I'm like in the bathroom looking I go back to my nightstand it's still not there and PJ says no what do you what's wrong and I said my watch is missing and um, it were, I mean, he's really trying to help me find it. He's looked all over the nightstand and everywhere, too. And then I go, I just really want my watch. Like, it's so important to me. I just wish it would just show up. And then, boom, it's back on the nightstand, right where it's supposed to be. Yeah. And there's no way that we could have missed that because we were literally right there, you know, looking. So just one of many times that things had happened. And I remember asking one time in this house, because I never wanted to interact either, just because, mm-hmm. you know, they say it gets worse. But I was looking for a particular onesie for um, the time Eli, who's a baby. And I said, I, you know, I'm just, I don't want to talk to you, but I need this onesie for this picture I'm taking for these baby pictures. And then it just showed up laying on top of all the clothes in the basement. And I'm just yeah. like, in a place mm-hmm. you've already looked a dozen times. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just. Yep. It's just annoying, honestly. It does become irritating. <laughs> yeah. Like, after a while, you stop getting weirded out and you just get mad, yeah. you know? <laughs> just knock it off, man. Right? Like, if you're going to do this, you're like, living here free. dust or do something useful, yes. you know? Like, it made you tea, though. We never had tea. Only the one yes. time. Only the one time. Then it was throwing yeah. jars of tea around. You yeah. Yeah. the floor, the, you know, dirt on the floor disappear. Yes. That's what I would love <laughs> yeah. for the ghost to do. Yeah. Can Turn you? on the Roomba while yeah. you're at it, you know? Like... <laughs> I don't have one of those <laughs> even now. Well, you should tell the backstory of your house then, or the yeah. Woods. But we were talking about pipes in the ground for breathing and things like that, but no one understands. I don't the think context. they're really there for breathing. Well, no, but <laughs> I that's think, what you're joking. I about. think they are. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, they very well might be, but it forms like what do you call it? Like an upside down U, an arch. Oh, oh I'm no, it picks up right. You can hear him right away. Yeah. Um. So you're just breathing your own air in. So, I mean, if you have a specific purpose, I mean, yes, I'm sure that's Maybe it's effective. a marker to know, like, where the Maybe. person is. I don't know. It's, it's, it's very, it's just weird. It's just weird. Um, 
So, yeah. So, our next-door neighbor had lived in his home for 40, 50 years at that point. Uh, you know, grizzled old guy, um, <laughs> Bill. And, um, you know, actually, it was the day we were moving in. Literally, the day we were moving in. Boxes in our arms, carrying it. And he stops us, you know, to introduce himself. And he says, well... I think you should know that the last five couples who've lived in this house have all divorced. And we're like, great. <laughs> Welcome to the neighborhood. No, Thanks for the good news. Yeah. yeah usually like Super when you duper. have a new neighbor, you like get them like a welcome basket. Yeah. No, that's Can I have my fruitcake instead or my yes. jello mold? Now we did know for certain that the couple that we bought the house from had divorced. Yep. We had met them and we knew them. And, um, and interestingly, too, in our conversations as we were buying the house, um, uh, the one of the, the former owner, the husband, well, ex-husband, had um, very specifically said to us that he had tried to purchase the wooded lot mm-hmm. on the opposite side because he wanted to put in a driveway there, but that the owner refused to sell. And again, you can't build a house. No, you can barely put a driveway like that you want so to do. It's so steep and the woods and it's narrow. It just, I mean, I guess you could build a tiny home if you really, really wanted yeah, that's to. That's true. The she shed. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, so we start looking into the history of the house and our neighbor did tell us more. He told us the story of how back in the 70s, there was a professor at the local university who... Um, uh, had a wife and two daughters. And no, they had kids. I don't yeah, know that part. Okay. Two daughters. And um, one night, in the middle of the night, Bill's wife wakes him up because she hears this strange buzzing sound. So Bill looks out the window, and our house, probably should have mentioned this at the beginning, it's a, it's a fairly large Victorian-style house. Fairly large? It's fairly large. It's It's humongous, but continue. Yeah, I mean, it was close to 3,000 square feet, I guess. That's just the main area. Yeah, the the attic and the basement, which is the basement's the full length of the house. And the attic spans the perimeter. Yeah, so it's it's a big house is what I'm getting at. But anyway, but um, Bill said that in this middle of the night that every light from the attic to the basement was on and this professor was vacuuming his car. And it was the bu- that was the buzzing sound that had woken up Bill's wife. And Bill, you know, kind of went over the next day just to say hello or whatever. And it turns out that the professor's wife was gone, gone to visit family. And Bill never saw her again. And Bill was told that they were divorced and whatever. And then later, the professor sold the home. But to this very day, he is still alive, and he still what? owns the wooded lot, Jeez. the lot that he refused to sell from to the guy that we bought the house from. What about the two children? I have, I as I understand it, um, one lives overseas, okay, and one lives, I think, in Philadelphia now. So they're alive. They are alive. <laughs> Yes, because <laughs> I, I had concerned. I had tr- yes, and um, I had actually um, we had a pike burst, uh, and uh, I had actually was I was able to get in touch with one of the the daughters, and um, so I was able to just to pick her brain about some things. I, unfortunately, her mom did not come up, and I couldn't really what? bring it up in a nice way. So, I mean, how's your mother? 
I, you know, I, I did try to be like, do you have any Is pictures of the house? Like when you were kids? And I don't know. It felt weird to ask. So oh, I never did her ask. mom lives maybe half an hour away from us. Oh, really? Yeah. Where? You told me this. Oh. Near where you work. <laughs> Oh. Ruining the mystique. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so the mom lives lived in Lewisburg, according to the daughter, and they shared custody. What? Huh. So yeah. yeah, so it apparently was fake, and interesting. I know it's according to the daughter. Well, according to the daughter, yeah, it's true. So, huh. who vacuums their car in the middle of the night? Exactly. And why is there someone calling on your phone that's defunct crying? Well, there's definitely something that was happening in the house. I, I can't explain, like, what all that was. Um, and so what else? So then we did, um, years later, we went to a, um, well, not, I shouldn't say years later, years ago, uh, we went to a psychic so, and I think we've told you about the psychic visit, uh, but we went there, um, and she was she was really interesting. Um, do you want to talk about the psychic no. visit? I've been doing a lot yeah, of talking. No, you do it. Do it. All right. Um, so I don't remember the story at all. Oh, really? I know you went to a psychic, but I don't remember anything about like what happened. Yeah. It was a pretty. Well, you tell it. Go about. ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, the one funny thing that I remember is that she had predicted, she was like, you are either going to adopt a little girl, or you've already adopted a little girl. And this little girl is going to have, like, a kind of ethnic name, and I can just see her energy, and everybody's going to love her, and she's just, you should just see her, and, like, her spirit is just so cute, is what she said. And... We said to her, I was like, well, we have, we have a black pug named Lola. That's kind of like, you know, sounds like a foreign name. And she's like, no, I definitely see this as being more of a daughter energy and not like a pet energy. And I'm like, no, no, I think you got it right the first time. <laughs> I think you got it right the first time. But no, go ahead. Well, yeah. It's definitely yeah. our dog. That was the only funny thing I had to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so we went to the psychic and, um... I will say, I mean, I won't go into everything that she talked about, but she definitely knew things about us that she would not have known. Like, she knew that I had, for example, an uncle who had passed away who was very religious, and uh, my Uncle Rob had passed away not that long before. Um, I, have, I have to ask, did you make an appointment or anything, or was it a yeah, walk-in? We had, yeah, so, no, we yeah. made an appointment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, you do some research. Mm-hmm. You, should, you, should, you should meet with her. She's good. No, they do research. No, she. There's no way she could have known really about. Okay. It's certainly not yeah. about like his background. Okay. But, um, and then there were other things that that she was that she was pretty specific on. But um, you know, in terms of the house, she told us that there were three spirits. She said there was a man and his dog, and that there was a woman, and she said the woman was in a white nightgown. And um, had either fallen or been pushed down a set of stairs. She couldn't tell us which set of stairs, whether it was basement or upstairs or whatever. But that was as she understood it. And she said that um, she said that the 
you know, that by and large, that these spirits liked us and that, you know, we wouldn't have any, you know, major problems. But she suggested for anyone who needs to get rid of spirits that, again, you don't want to interact with it. And that what you should do is, even when you're not at home, play things like Disney movies or pop music because it creates uh, an atmosphere that ghosts don't want to be in. And um, so we would do that. I mean, honestly, like, who wants to listen to Britney Spears all day, you know? Um, Right here. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so we did that, and... um, yeah, and then also Ray I mean went to exercise the demon. Please okay. <laughs> <laughs> put on some vanilla ice. I there know, you go. baby. There we go. Spice Girls. <laughs> hey, that's a treasure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, Too um, far, Ray. Too far. <laughs> uh, and then also, uh, she gave us instructions to sage the house, which Ray did. And also, we had our priest come over and do a house blessing. So we kind of did lots of things all at one time and um since that time which was quite a few years ago we haven't had any noticeable activity which is good yes yeah you'll be at similar situations here and it was you who had suggested the sage stick for us Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. um it was your sage stick we borrowed it (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) multiple use (laughs) that was an interesting situation too because ours was not as easy to take care of because you know when we talk about our story ours is definitely demonic you know You know, unfortunately, but we have so many stories about this house that I just felt like your stories would be great as like a little connection, like a little mini series, because you only do so much D and D. I mean, D and D is awesome, but I think it's cool to get the background of like us and stuff that goes on. Yeah. So something that's different about me compared to you three, I think, is that after the events that we've gone through, um, I'm drawn to horror movies like a moth to flame Mm -hmm. because I want vindication of someone else who gets that feeling of being physically alone in the house, but you're not alone in the house and you know that. And so I'm waiting for a movie that really captures it. And I'm just actively searching for something. And like the first 20 minutes of paranormal activity gets it pretty nicely where, like, the spookiest thing that happens is the sound of keys falling to the floor in the middle of the night. And it's like, whoa, no. But, like, that's, you know, that's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into Hollywood well, nonsense you after your that. Stories, it's like you tell all of these stories of all these major events that happened. And then you have kids who say, well, why, why are you living there? Dude, it was over a series of years. You'd have, like, your watch go missing. Then, like, you're good for a month or two. Then your shoes go missing. Yeah. And, like, oh, you could have misplaced it. It becomes coincidental, and you can, you know, while it away. Except for the teeth thing. I don't know how you... (laughs) I never felt, like, unsafe in the house. Well, I mean, I felt like my privacy was a little bit compromised. I mean, if you're climbing into bed with me, you know, that's a little... Or taking a shower. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe it was more about comforting you while I I was away. I don't know about that. (laughs) We felt unsafe at the end, but we never, for most of the time... I... you, You more so. But yeah, see, you you can't. Tell, I I like, never felt alone though. That's the big yeah. thing for me is I never felt alone. And he mentioned like movies that like you know you want to watch horror movies because you want that vindication. I can't watch Insidious. Insidious, that first like section where the mom's playing the piano and there's that sound over the monitor, baby monitor. Yeah. Like I physically have PTSD because of what happened when I was here with Sophie alone with Bandit, our dog at the time. 
and the the sounds over the monitor mm-hmm. like I, it takes me back to that moment like i i never really felt safe after like after that especially i would straight up one of the coolest horror movies ever though shut up no. <laughs> Seriously. i wouldn't know um but then like of course the basement when we realized it was well i realized it was demonic and not just a ghost you know because the shadow figure and i think again like when you're stuck in that situation where you can't afford to go anywhere else you make do mm-hmm. and at the time it was that loop kind of idea where it was bad it would get bad about what like every six months September-ish. but it was like oh the it was worst. always around october yeah like september leading into october is when it got the worst yeah and like by like november it was over it was like we knew that we could get through that yeah. and be Sick okay because we have a series of videos uh, two well series this is two videos but they were a year and five days apart yeah. it was october 25th and october 29th or something like that of you know two sequential years um, things that had happened yeah and yeah. it was always end of october when it happened because like little things would happen like my facebook memories pop up and it says like oh here's a fun time the ghost again took a pair of flip-flops from rose sophie or whatever like there were things that happened that were like mimicry yeah. or whatever but just annoying <laughs> so yeah, like yeah. i knew that if we could get to like mid-november if we could just make it to then it was fine like that's yeah. my brain was like after once once christmas season comes we're good to go you know and so I kind of just let it, and the kids weren't being hurt until we realized that something was going on. And that's like when I'm like, nope, call the priest, we're done, you know. Yeah. Any more stories from your house, though? I think we hit all the big ones. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and then there were, you know, the, there were a lot of them that just sort of repeated, you know, mm-hmm. like the missing things, the mimics, the things moving across rooms, the lights flickering. The mimic situation happened like a few times. Oh, it's yeah, so a funny lot. for me to talk about this because, like I, I said before, I consider myself well. No, I don't know if I said this before, but I, you know, it's hard for me to to admit that this happened. Sure. I feel yeah. like I hear me talking sometimes, and I'm like, I well, sound, because then I you're like kind I of like admitting, person. yeah, yeah, exactly. You're admitting like that. Either you're insane or something unexplainable is happening. Right, and right. Neither is good. So, <laughs> so there's like that dissonance, like in my head, like what I witnessed and what I believe is possible, or you yeah. know. And when I have no explanation, then I feel like I don't know, almost like I've gone crazy or something. Mm-hmm. Well, PJ mentioned earlier, like he's waiting for a movie that will showcase like that true feeling of being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say there is one that I love watching that because I like I love scary stories, even with all this going on. I've always loved um, horror and fantasy. Um, but um, the Bathsheba story, the conjuring, the, the original conjuring, you know, like when all those kids are there and like they're playing the. I don't think they. I've never seen it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh so, my gosh, we need to see that with Ray. With Ray, <laughs> we should. Ray for those downstairs. that don't know, yeah, yeah. I'm a. Uh, so, so preface for anyone who hasn't seen The Conjuring, like the other two at this table here, where most horror movies, like when things happen, there's a a period to breathe afterwards, and then things ramp up again, and then a period to breathe again. Once things start happening, it just increases and increases and increases and it just keeps going like it's a true example of rising action like it, it yeah just keeps and building up that yeah hill. there's no time to breathe once it once it starts it's yeah it's just crazy and that's how i felt like with your house and mm-hmm. then moving here because there's a, a time when the kids are playing a game where like 
I, I've never played this game in my life, so watching these kids play it, like, I I don't... I remember this. It's, it's in the commercials, but, like, you know, that you blindfold them or whatever, and you can only find them by a series of claps, right? Yeah. Oh. It's okay. like Marco Polo, but you're clapping. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm explaining it terribly, but, again, you're I've thinking, never played you're it. You're thinking of the orc... The orphanage. No, no, no. I'm actually thinking of something that happened in your house. Oh, oh great. Yeah. Thank you. So, in any case, um, there's a part where, like, they're at this, like, landing to what is the basement, and there's a... And that is how I felt in your house with the mimic. Yeah. And that's how I felt in this house. Just that, like, that feeling of, of, like, of waiting, that expectation, but, like, waiting not a positive. Pop out. Yeah. Yeah, you're just waiting for it. Because... I knew, it, like, as soon as September 1st, once school, back to school would happen, that things were going to ramp up. And, like, so I was waiting for that kind of thing to happen. Yeah. No, and I, I think that you're right, too. Like, even in our house, it, I think there was definitely a desire for whatever it was to be noticed. And so when we would ignore it, like, there was one time where I was down in the basement doing laundry. And, you know, it started up. I turn around. I walk away. Everything shuts off. And I turn around. And I reset the 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 plug, you know, like the reset the, so, the, yeah. the socket, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and the on the electrical plug, and everything starts up again. I turn around, shuts off again. Same thing happens a third time, and then I just I'm like, fine, I know you're here. Can I please just do my laundry? And then I press the button and start it up, no problem. You know, I mean, again, is that coincidental? Could be, could absolutely be, mm-hmm. but you know, it's like. But you almost have that feeling of like, once I was recognized, like I know you're here. It that's like what it wanted was this attention, and maybe because we did the saging and we're like, just go. <laughs> we're gonna put on like Christina Aguilera for you. You're, you're not gonna, gonna be like a it. genie in a bottle, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, you know whatever. Um, that maybe it, that's what finally clued it in to be like, oh, maybe maybe they actually don't want me here. <laughs> So, no, but the thing I was thinking of was when you had the, oh gosh, was it, it wasn't like the Wii, but it recognized like. The connect. The, the connect. connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's your yeah. story. I won't take it. But I, I, I was here when it happened. So. Oh, were you? Oh, yeah. It, it yeah. happened a couple times. It, the yeah. first mm-hmm. time it happened, um, the game Destiny came out. The creators of Halo was their first game that wasn't Halo in 20 some years and everyone is fighting for codes to like play the game early and so on there on my phone no laptop because phones like smartphones weren't a thing at that point or not common um so i'm on my laptop like on reddit searching for codes that because people are just giving them away uh and um and all of a sudden like my xbox turns on and starts like moving through the menus and because when when the connect like would sense a hand like a circle would appear where your hand was mm-hmm. kind of like a mouse cursor and i could see it like just swiping you know across all the menus and then like oh op- like it would hold on something to open up a window and then it would close out of that and open up a different app and then close out of that and i'm just watching all this happen <laughs> like not knowing what to do um and so you know i'd turn that off and uh, I'd be like, hey, order me a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what was your story, though? What did... Eli was playing It was the Connectimals yeah. game, right? Yes. And so Eli was playing a game, but there were two figures playing. Oh. Yeah. That's crazy. There were two of them. 
It was the connectimals. Yeah. My yeah. friend was playing a game at his house once, and it's a rowboat game. And uh, you know, he's rowing down the river, and all of a sudden, like, there's someone sitting in the back of his boat with him. Oh. And he's like, he's like, oh my god, like, do I, <laughs> do I turn around and see what's behind me? And, and he, he's like, he's just like rowing, like ignoring that there's someone else in the boat with him. And then he turns around, it's his dog. <laughs> <laughs> that happened here, too, because they had the same River Rapids game. Yeah, yeah. And it was a cat, I think it was Toby or something, was in the boat. <laughs> Yeah, but no, the connectable thing. It yeah. was right because we were sitting. We it couldn't have been us because we were not even like in the. Screen. Oh yeah, well, we were out. Of, we were because we we were on the couch. We were yeah. talking, and I remember Eli was like doing his little thing over, you know, in front of the TV, and I, and then you pointed out and like, what is that? And I'm like, yeah, why are there two? <laughs> and they were they weren't like it wasn't like a shadow. It was, they were doing different things. Yep, it was enjoying it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so I always think of that story. I never think of your Destiny story. I think of that yeah. one. But I, already, I must have not been there for that one. Well, because you'd already told me that it had been taken, it's mm-hmm. been taken control. So I was like, oh, it's fine. This is just what happens at our house. Ignore it. It'll go away. Anyway, more tea, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. You start ignoring it because mm-hmm. it's just easier. Well, people have, like, started using connects to see, like, for ghost hunting. Oh. Because what a connect is, is it shoots out thousands of lasers. And it tracks, like, the distance of things to the laser. So if you push your hand forward towards the connect, it knows that that laser just got that much shorter. And uh, and so you, com- you tie that to night vision, and you can see the lasers through the night vision camera. So if something goes through it, you can see the lasers bend when something goes through it. I do not uh, want to see that. I don't want to see it in my house. They did it in one of the paranormal <laughs> activities, well, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I was going to mention that, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Like, I have no interest in seeing real ghost stuff. I like watching like the, the reenactment stuff on TV. I like watching scary movies. But I ever since being in this house, I'm kind of like, I whatever you say, I believe you. I'm not even going to question it. I believe, but I want to talk about it. Like, <laughs> No, I need it. I need to see more. That vindication. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I want, knock on wood, everything to stay the same. It's very nice. <laughs> well, I can't tell our stories because, yeah. like, just the well alone and just. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about this as we're talking. You know, the basement is where a lot of that stuff happened because that's where the well is. And that's where I was shut down the basement stairs. And mm-hmm. that's where I saw that shadow figure. I think that's also why I was never so like gung ho. Let's get the basement re, you know, fixed up because I have done everything else in this house. You know, we've gotten every room done. We put an, I put all that flooring upstairs. I have done so much. Hopefully, it looks different. It looks nice. Very much. A yes. lot of work to this house because you lived here as a kid. We bought the house from my in laws a long time ago. Attic is all done, but I never wanted to do the basement. Now, part of it was there's a lot of crap down there. But I think I just I couldn't I just couldn't go down there. Yeah. After that thing that shadow figure happened, I didn't do laundry. I was all people. You you can go down that basement. I'm not going down yep. there. You know, it's only now that like I don't have a fear of going down there to do laundry. And we just painted it this summer. We've lived here for uh, over a decade. Yeah. You know, and, and the house is well, we had it exercise before our youngest was born. So, like, that just shows that, like, it took me that long to get down yeah, we've there. we've been here since 09. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Fear. Oh, I get it. I still don't go down to my basement. Yeah. <laughs> we have zombie spiders, so I don't, I don't have that. Not anymore. Fun <laughs> fact. There is an HBO series based on video game coming out about that fungus taking over humans. Oh. Written by the guy who wrote Cherno- Chernobyl. That's literally a little too Ooh. close to home. Yeah, pretty literally. <laughs> I don't know if every single spider is gone. I hope so. I haven't been down there in a while. Check all the cracks. <laughs> yeah. Need you come paint our basement next. Uh, You're a dirt floor, so joke's on you. Lay some concrete. They're all dirt, though. There's one area that has been concreted. The concrete is where your washer dryer was. That was it. The rest of it was dirt. No, I think think it's a little different because when you got the the sump pump in, I think they concreted at least... Then I shall we'll have to take a look again. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm good. I'll that means go going back down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what did they think? So they saw the door it says keep door shut. Like what did they think? They the basement dudes it did not phase them whatsoever. They must be used to scary. They at least basement. didn't yeah. say anything. Yeah, because if you think about it, like the basements that need the sump pump, you know, and they're probably yeah. like they'll you know the quirky ones. <laughs> <laughs> the quirky basements. I don't know. As long as I didn't hear giggling and little feet pattering around. Not that they ever mentioned. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, this was fun. Yes, it, it was. Uh, I know Laura mentioned way back before we even bought this equipment, like playing a game and then talking about it afterwards and things like that and you know do it so i would like to have you know you guys on more often and things like that and yeah you're the board game person okay yeah because my thing is like so many board game podcasts talk about like they go through all the rules and like how plays and everything and like they teach how to play it and then like talk about it where i'm more interested in like the stories we get out of them, like the first time we played Betrayal House on the Hill, Ray walked into a room and got attacked by a, a ventriloquist puppet and died. Um, and so, <laughs> and so like that's what horror. So, that's what I My wanted to be about. My favorite board game, ironically. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I wanted to be about. Not so much like you know, this is how you play and you know things like that. Like it's more about just like the f- weird stories that you make out of them. Yeah, um, and the Sherlock comes when your wife uh, is the murderer. No, it wasn't Sherlock. Um, Frankenstein. You found Frankenstein. No, 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 no. That game where you and Jeff played against me and Oh, Whitehall Mystery. Yes, yes. I murdered lots of people. Yeah, they I, haven't played that one yet. It's no, so good. I have not. It's so good. I did a good job being a murderer. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I know it's you're very organized. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> couldn't catch me. <laughs> so thank you for that having like us. Fun. Yes, thank you so much. We should have them on when we tell our ghost stories of our house. Oh, we could do that. We have like yeah. a reaction. Yeah, we can ask questions. We can have an audience. Yeah, exactly. We could do that. Be like a it's part boring two. if I just talk a to you. A live audience, that is. <laughs> part two. All right. Uh, well, until next time, thank you. Thank right. you.